time for Lickin' On Lending. Welcome, everybody. Good to have you with us. Welcome to Lickin' On Lending, a weekly mortgage market update providing up-to-the-minute information on interest rates, loan programs, and hot industry news, all related to the mortgage industry. Brought to you by Transformational Mortgage Solutions. To participate in today's program, our guest call in line is 646-716-4972. Now here's your host of Lickin' On Lending, David Lickin. Let's begin. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. It is Monday, August 9th, and we're in Orlando, Florida at the Lenders One Summer Conference. It's so good to be together with so many of our friends and customers. A lot of customers have come to us through the Lenders One Network. And we're just thrilled to see everybody. This podcast is created by mortgage professionals. It is for mortgage professionals. And we're so glad to have you as our listener. Again, our commitment is to bring you timely information in an audio format that you can listen to anytime, anywhere. In the Hot Topics segment, we caught up with Taylor Stork, who's Executive Vice President, Chief Operating Officer for Developers Mortgage. We also caught up with Wayne King, President of Encompass Lending Group. And you're going to hear in the Hot Topic them give updates of what's going on in their companies, things that they're dealing with, looking at, and there's some really interesting information as to how they're sorting through all the technology and how important it is to stay in touch with them. We're going to, have to be talking to a lot of technology people here at the conference, a lot of vendors. One thing about the Lenders One conference they have, it's called the Connection Hall. We call it the Speed Dating Session. It's where every 20 minutes you rotate tables and you talk to the various vendor members, which we are one of them, and it's a great way to get to know and talk to everyone. So our plate is full of meetings during that time as well as the other time, but you're going to enjoy the interviews that we did with both Taylor and Wayne. I want to also say to our friends at Industry Syndicate how pleased we are to be a part of the organization at industrysyndicate.com. encourage you to check out all the podcasts there. And also, I want to say a special thank you to our sponsors, which, of course, is the Mortgage Bankers Association of America, as well as Finastra, with their Fusion Mortgage Bot Solutions, sets the customer standard with their decision parameters and helping streamline and the approval process while keeping their lending team compliant and efficient. So great technology and some new things they have going on. Check it out. Be sure to get a hold of Dan Putney or one of his sales team to give you an update on all that's going on. If you have a, a contract that's renewing, you really need to check out what Finastra is doing. Third largest fintech company, and they are leading the way. Also check out Lenders One. Of course, we're here at the conference. Encourage you to become a member of Lenders One. Also, we're part of the Mortgage Collaborative, another co-op that does a great job of collecting lenders and vendors and then creating peer groups. Both these co-ops create peer group connections that are so meaningful. And you're gonna hear more about that in the interviews we did with Taylor and Wayne here a little bit later in the Hot Topic segment. Also wanna say a thank you to Community Mortgage Lenders of America, as well as Incelerate, as well as KnowledgeCoop, as well as the Mobility Mortgage Market Intelligence Platform, and Modex, as well as our regulars, Rob Van Raphorst, Les Parker, Alice Alvey, Alan Pollock, and Matt Graham. Welcome to the Lickin' and Lending Hot Topic segment. We're broadcasting from Orlando, Florida at the Lenders One Conference. And as I said, in the weekly mortgage update, we have two guests, Taylor Stork, as well as Wayne King. So good to have both of these gentlemen here. And so I'm excited to share with you these interviews. Folks, I've got Taylor Stork, Executive Vice President, Chief Operating Officer from Developers Mortgage Company. 
Taylor, good to have you. Thanks for taking a few minutes out of the conference and joining me here at the mic. David, thank you for inviting me over. I am thrilled to be part of this. This is super exciting. Well, it's fun to get together and at these conferences. One of the first ones I've had a chance to attend in some time. So it's really good to see everybody. Taylor, if you could give us some insights into what you hope to accomplish at this year's conference, other than just getting together with a lot of friends. Yeah, you know, and it feels like it's been so long since we've been able to do this kind of stuff. And I guess in, in many ways it has. I am am looking forward to seeing all the developments that have come about over the last 12 to 18 months. I know that a lot of companies, our vendors, our platform providers, I know that they've been working hard to bring in new features and new enhancements to their products. I'm looking forward to seeing some new product and some new platform providers that are fresh and new to the platform this year, just right now. There are a number of vendors that have just recently signed on. I want to see the big POS. I want to see Oculus and a number of others that are new to our little organization. How much is technology a part of your strategy moving forward? It just seems like one major company, the CEO said, you know what, I've got technology indigestion. How are you finding yourself selecting the right technology in this marketplace? There's a huge number of solutions out there. How are you finding yourself navigating yeah. work for you? I like that technology indigestion. I think I have technology FOMO. So <laughs> the hardest part with technology, and this is something that I've been struggling with for years, this is not new to 2021. The hardest part with technology is choosing and figuring out what you want to put your resources into and choosing what you're going to ignore so that you can put your resources into something else. That's the first hard part, which is why I say FOMO, because you sign with X and then you ignore Y and then you feel like, okay, did I ignore the wrong one? Second piece of it is that technology is changing so radically, the thing that you're looking at now may not be the thing that you want two years from now. And so that's a lot of time and energy and investment to put into something that may no longer even suit your needs by the time you're just finally ramping up to take advantage of economies of scale once you put the work into it. Technology is like quicksand underneath your feet. It's constantly moving and you have to constantly be reassessing and you have to really know your business from top to bottom, inside and out in order to adequately choose different technology options because these days, everything is so interdependent on one another that you have to know how it's going to impact every component of your business, not just sales or just operations or just underwriting. So That's... yeah, it's hard and it's scary. And like I said, I have technology FOMO because you know, the, the minute something looks great, Something yep. else shiny and pretty catches your attention. I know those bright, shiny objects get us all, but you're not willing to make adjustments and make change. You could find yourself stuck in something that is, like you said, quicksand, and you're wishing you could get out and move and you're stuck. And yeah, I think that's so important. Talk about the business a little bit. How is Developers Mortgage doing? I hear really good things. You guys are growing like crazy. It's been an amazing year, but how's 2021 been treating you? Oh, it's treating us terrifically. So just a few years ago, Developers was a relatively small obscure mortgage company. We have grown it and developed it. We've introduced new sales opportunities, new relationships, new products, new investors, new technology. In two and a half years, we've really overhauled the organization. And it's an exciting thing to be part of. I get the benefit of participating in these changes, sometimes leading some of these changes and watching this company grow and flourish. And this year will definitely be our best year. This is going to be your best year. That's excellent. When you look at some of the capital requirements, you look what's being proposed, by Jenny May. What's your thoughts on that? I think there's going to be some pretty stiff headwinds. I understand the need for that and what's behind that. I'm of the opinion I'm not sure that that's going to happen. What are your thoughts on 
some of the capital requirements? That's a great question. So I actually, I have a unique perspective on this because I'm involved with an organization that's pushing back pretty hard on these capital requirements. We have been worried about this for quite some time now. Long before Jenny came out with their proposals, the CSBS came up with proposals for state-level regulatory changes and actions that piqued our interest. And here's the concern. I understand and I fully empathize and agree with the concept that there is risk and possibly systemic risk in concentrated servicing. And that makes all the sense in the world. And yes, even Ginny May has come out and said that it's the top 15 servicers that are the concern. And I agree with that as well. It is a true viable concern. But here's the flip side to the coin. The flip side to the coin is that when you make it more difficult for smaller companies to participate in servicing, you're actually increasing the risk exposure because you're driving the servicing away from a diversified and decentralized base into the arms of the top 15 servicers, making them bigger and more risky. That's your first mistake, right? Because so creating new restrictions that make it more difficult for small independent bankers to maintain, retain servicing rights is going to drive that servicing into the arms of the larger aggregators that are by definition, or at least by statements, the risk that they're trying to cure in the first place. Right. And that seems a little paradoxical to me. So that's number one. Number two, if you take actions that devalue servicing as an asset, which fundamentally, if you make it less attractive to retain, that's going to devalue it as an asset. When you devalue servicing as an asset, what you're really doing is you're driving lower returns back through the marketplace, ultimately to the consumer, right? So if a loan is worth less today than it was yesterday, the consumer is ultimately the person that takes it on the short end. Because right. what that ultimately does, it means that they're going to get a higher interest rate because their loan is less valuable for sale in the secondary market. So these moves being proposed in some cases by Ginny, in some cases by Treasury, in some cases by this TSBS, these moves that are being proposed are backwards. They are literally driving up cost for consumers, who are the last people you want to drive up costs for, and they are creating a model that will result in higher concentrations of risk amongst the riskiest servicers to begin with. It makes no sense, David. That's such good points. I mean, sure, these are some of the things we're going to be talking about around the roundtables here at the conference. Talk about the benefits. I want to have you back to talk about this very topic you were just on. It's such a big topic. I'm going to have Mark Helm join us on the microphone and talk about this very topic because we're dealing with a lot on Jenny May right now. We have a lot of people want to get approved and they're going, should I? And we're actually asking ourselves, do we even want to take the effort of putting together a package, submitting it, if this is all going to change? So that's a broader topic. But for the time left, Talk a little bit about the value of what Lenders One has done for you and your company and the membership. Wow. So how much time do I get left? <laughs> I need a few minutes. David, I tell you, first of all, anybody who knows me knows that I love this organization. I'm very dedicated to it and have this fundamental belief that if you're going to be part of something, you go all in, put on the jersey, wear the colors, you know, be part of the squad. So I had been part of Lenders One peripherally in a past life, years and years earlier. And it, that was how I first learned about it. And then maybe five or six years ago, 
my RD started, uh, my lenders one regional manager started pursuing me as a prospect. And I couldn't get my head wrapped around the value of the organization. And I struggled with how it was going to benefit the company that I was working for at the time. And at some point in time, convinced me to attend an executive rounds table as a guest. And when I attended the round table, suddenly it was like a light bulb went off and I had that aha moment. And I realized was that it wasn't really about a discounted price or the value I realized very quickly was for me as a new C-level manager and executive learning to fill that role. The value for me was the opportunity to talk to other people who were already doing it and pick their brains. And I was surprised at how open and friendly and giving of themselves the other people were. And that has continued to surprise me. One of the things that I really love about the organization in general is that there is an openness amongst the members of Lenders One to share with one another. And I'm not talking share trade secrets level stuff. Right, right, right. To share with each other what is working and what isn't working yeah. and, and their successes and their failures. I'm part of a subgroup within uh, the organization that I was actually invited into by somebody else. And there's like eight or 10 of us. And we all are kind of in similar situations. A couple of us run big companies. A couple of us are from little companies. And we routinely, every other day, you know, we're sharing with each other what we do and what we don't do and what failed and what succeeded. And that is something born out of the Lenders One organization and the culture of the Lenders One organization. So, you know, I would tell anybody that is new to the organization or even somebody who's thinking about getting involved, the discounted pricing for your flood certs is fantastic and it's wonderful. And it's definitely going to check the box and give the CFO a reason to sign off on spending a little bit of money to do this stuff. But the value is in the knowledge that you can gain from others. And honestly, for me, the value for me is just as much what I gain as it is what I can share with others. The opportunity to share some of my successes and my failures with other people in similar positions so that maybe they can sidestep a landmine that I already stepped on myself. That's a huge value. That's why I like to do this kind of stuff. And that's why I like to get on your podcast and talk a little bit about what we're doing right and what we're doing wrong. I think that's the part that I enjoy in the conversations that go on there is it's the sharing of the knowledge, the mistakes that have been made so others do not have to repeat them, and then also learning from the mistakes of others. And that's so we don't have to go to commit them. So, man, Taylor, I got to have you back. This was just a wonderful few minutes to gather. I appreciate you taking time to pull alongside. I hope you have a great conference, and I look forward to talking to you at some of the receptions and in the hallways here. Thank you so much, sir. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, David. I'll catch you on the flip side. Looking forward to it. We've had as our guest, Taylor Stork, EVP, Chief Operating Officer for Developers Mortgage. Company. Good to have you with us, Taylor, and we'll look forward to seeing you here in the halls. Thank you. Wayne, so good to see you again. It's been a little while. And I've been together in Houston when I spoke at one of the associations that you guys were gracious enough to fly me in. But we're now together again, but now in Orlando. How are you doing? Excellent. Great to see you again. Glad to be here. It's so good. How's business been for you? Everything has been wonderful, David. Appreciate you asking. Of course, 2020 was an incredible year for everybody in the mortgage industry, but we've really been trending well in the last few years. And 2021 is off to a great start as well. 
Oh, that's awesome. One of the things I'm always interested in getting is the value of the various associations. Now, the Greater Houston Mortgage Brokers Association, I think is where I spoke and you and I originally met some years back. And I know that's valuable. So you're active in associations. And I want to talk specifically about Lenders One. And what are some of the benefits you've received, Wayne, out of being a member of Lenders One and attending the conferences? Sure. So I break it down to really three different elements as far as Lenders One is concerned. The first one I would say for me is the most important. It is really the peer-to-peer exchange. In the mortgage industry, unfortunately, everybody, we're all doing the same thing. We're all selling mortgages, but everybody wants to kind of hold on to their secrets or their best practices. There's not that peer-to-peer exchange that you get. And in Lenders One, it really opens up that forum. And that has been a really valuable asset for us to be able to actually sit with other owners of businesses, other members, and be able to talk about what works, what doesn't work. How are you benefiting from certain things, you know, what does this mean to your business? To be able to ask those kind of questions and get transparent answers is very, very valuable. Also, I would say we call it the speed dating piece, the vendor's marketplace. That is a great opportunity to be able to have some quick hit meetings, 20 minutes, ask your questions, pick who you want to go talk to and get some valuable information. It's not being force fed. They're sharing openly and you're actually getting to select what meetings you want to take. So it's a great way to up upgrade your technology to get to talk to people that's relevant and things that are relevant to your business. So find a lot of that, a lot of value there. And then of course, the co-op piece, not only do you get the meetings, but then if you choose to do business, then the cooperative steps in. So now you're getting to do business, you're getting the tech piece, and then you're also getting a financial advantage for the company. So those yep. are things that are really key. Yeah. And then there's also the events that are there, the speakers. And so when we're here to gather this conference here in Orlando, what are some of the things that are kind of caught your attention? that's on the agenda that you're hoping to benefit from? I would just say in general, the breakout sessions, I don't know if I have anything carved out specifically, but in general, the breakout sessions, being able to pick and choose on those and and, and finding the ones that are relevant. We're always looking at, you know, compliance is a big part of the conference. So we're always sitting in on the compliance pieces, the ones that talk about pricing and things like that are the things that are relevant to my company. And so just having that swath of different opportunities to look at and having the different topics and then being able to drill down on the ones that are relevant to you. That's really, really valuable. There's so much technology out there and options for you. And there's a lot of technology partners that are vendors there. How do you find yourself sorting out the technology that you use, Wayne, for your business? That's a great question, David. I would say that that really has evolved as we've evolved as a company. We started out in May of 08 as a broker. and We've kind of moved through all the channels. So in 2012, we started doing a mini core business. Now we're doing full delegate mandatory delivery. So I would say that my wants and my needs as far as tech has changed as we've evolved as a company. What I really look for now is really things that are going to create efficiencies more from a operational standpoint, being able to sell loans more efficiently, having more efficiencies in our loan origination system. I'm excited because Lenders One's coming out with some pieces that plug into Encompass 360 that can make us more efficient. The bottom line is for me, efficiencies from a cost perspective. And it's those conversations you have in the hall when you're just sitting or getting a chance to talk to your peers and you connect with someone. I think those have been some of the most meaningful connections and conversations of every conference that I've ever gone to. We all know the value of the MBA or whether it be your stadium, TMBA here for those of us here in Texas, as you're in Houston, there's also the Greater Houston Association of Mortgage Brokers that you've been a part of, very active in. And there's also the MBA, but how would you contrast a Lenders One conference from 
the MBA events and conferences? So I'm very involved in that. So as you stated, a great yeah. Houston Association of Mortgage Professionals. I'm actually the treasurer for the National Association of Mortgage Brokers right now, which you may not. So no. I take both sides. So when I go to like a TMBA or any of those conferences, really that's more for me, it's more about advocacy. It's more about okay. um, what's going on in the industry, legal, what's relevant, what are the hot topics. I would not say in lenders one that I go for that particular type of content. I go more for how do I build my business? So I would say right. lenders one is more about my company. And I would say NAM and TMBA and things like that are more about the industry. That's actually an excellent distinction. I think I very much agree with it. We go to the MBA events and they have such great content, great speakers, so many sessions. They have some of that here at lenders one and it's excellent. Like you said, the breakout sessions, but it's really what goes on in the connection hall with the speed dating as we affectionately referred to it as as vendors now having participated as a lender now i'm participating as a vendor for the last 20 years we really value that on the vendor side too because it is an opportunity for us to listen to and connect with the issues that you all are having wayne thank you so much for joining me here at the mic i hope this lenders one conference is just a real blessing to you and you get all the connections that you need for the upcoming year so good to see you again i really appreciate that thank you david i appreciate the time very much thank you so much look forward to seeing yeah. you all again you bet and thank you for the leadership and your involvement in all the associations because you definitely are one that gives back Wayne and I want to say thank you on behalf as an industry participant for all that you do unselfishly to give back. It costs money, it takes time and it's much appreciated. Thank you sir. Thank you David. Appreciate that very much. Well that wraps up this week's Hot Topic segment and this podcast. Thank you so much for being here. I want to say a special thank you to our sponsors Finastra, CMLA, Lenders One, Incelerate, Mobility MMI, Modex, MBA, and Knowledge Group, as well as the Mortgage Collaborative. Be sure to come back here next week. We have as our guest, Dr. Paul White. And this, I pre-recorded this interview, and I got to tell you, it talks about the language that we need to use for motivating and challenging our employees and speaking their language. You're going to love what he has to say, and I'm excited to share this interview. So be sure to come back next week. Have a great week, everybody. Look forward to having you back here next week. Been listening to Lickin' on Lending, a weekly mortgage market update with your host David Lickin of Transformational Mortgage Solutions. Join us next week, and thanks for listening.